Welcome to Wild Tater, the food forest podcast. I'm Charles Hathaway, and today we're going to talk about the black walnut. If you are familiar with walnut trees, the black walnut is kind of unique, but uh, can still be used in all the same ways that walnut, other kinds of walnut are used. The black walnut, Juglans nigra, is the botanical name, and it occupies the canopy layer. Uh, because it grows from 50 to 100 feet tall and wide. I mean, picture a tree 100 feet wide. This is the black walnut, a gorgeous, beautiful tree, and a, and a very strong addition to the food forest. Okay, black walnut is probably the most cold-hardy of the uh, walnuts. You may notice that I tend to favor mentioning plants that are cold hardy. I mostly do this because I am in a cold zone and also because it seems to be harder to find information on cold hardy plants. If, if you're getting up to zone six and up, it gets very easy to find good food forest plants, whereas the colder climates, uh, people struggle a little bit. So I'm trying to kind of fill that uh, gap. I don't want to entirely focus on cold hardy, but, uh, but that's where some of my emphasis is for those reasons. So anyway, black walnut is a good cold hardy walnut. The soil pH uh, preferred by a black walnut is 6.8 to 7.2, right in that middle neutral range, but it will survive in a wider range of soils. So don't be deterred if, you're, if your soil is a little bit more alkaline or a little bit more acid than that range. Its watering needs are average, and though they do prefer more in summer. Um, they do like their water. They're, I've found with my own that they do struggle if you have experienced drought. They don't yet, at least mine, have not yet died, but I will have an entire year where it, where it makes no progress if it is a dry year. So it'll, it'll not grow. Um, I mean, it'll grow, but it, you know, it'll sprout out these leaves, cute little branches, and then come fall, they'll all fall off because it's too cold and then springtime will come again and it'll create those little branches again. It's like it's just kind of keeping its foot in the door for a good moist year and and it does want those that moisture to be able to grow. Once it gets established, that won't be such a problem, but that establishment may take a little while. Okay, the... Um, Black walnut blooming season is mid-spring. Its harvest season is about September to October, so mid-fall, you might say. Fruiting age, or nut age, um, they can get nuts as early as four to six years old, but that's when it's just starting to get a few. It's really going to start producing after about 20 years. So this is a long-term investment. Some people say 30 years is the peak of its uh, harvest age. So, you know, if you're, you know, 15 years in and you're like, oh, I've had it for 15 years and I haven't seen any nuts, it's totally okay. Just give it another five, 
10 and it will be producing wonderfully. Um, that is if you have another walnut nearby. Now I will say it will produce walnuts on its own, but it will be significantly more if there is an additional variety of walnut or a black walnut. With black walnut, you're probably just going to want to get another one grown from seed um, because they do tend to be reproduced by seed and those seeds will be fairly consistent to, you know, true to their parent trees. So it's not like an apple where you're going to get something very different. Um, with your black walnuts, you're going to get pretty consistent black walnut uh, babies with similar nuts and so forth. So if you are growing these from seed, you're growing multiple from seed, you're going to do fine with that pollination. Um, but again, if you do only have one tree and you're not eager to have a ton of nuts, um, they will produce some on their own. But again, it's going to take, you know, between 6 and 20 years for them to, to get started. So, so plant as early or as, um, as soon as possible because, as they say, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. Their sun needs are full sun. They like their full sun. And they like to hog the sun. They do tend to shade out everything underneath them once they're getting to that full size. Their si and their size at maturity, as we mentioned before, is 50 to 100 feet tall and wide. They just blanket a backyard with shade, which is awesome if that's, uh, you know, if you're wanting good shade. Their preferred habitat, if they could have any kind of habitat they wanted, they would probably pick a moderately moist, mature forest. And, you know, and obviously a mature tree. Be a mature tree in a mature forest. They love that. And those are the kinds of settings where they can live the longest. Their growth rate is medium. Um, some estimates put it at about one to three feet per year. And their re reproductive rate is high once they are mature. And that is mostly by seed dispersal. So uh, squirrels and other animals spreading their seeds, um, sometimes just getting kicked around or mowed into the ground and so forth. And while spacing could be a, I don't want to say an issue, uh, but, uh, you know, they're going to each want their own full sun 50 to 100 foot radius, but that doesn't mean that you have to plant them, you know, 200 feet apart, uh, unless you're really trying to do this for a, you know, you're trying to create a big walnut crop, you know, for selling and, and farmer's market and so forth. Um, it's okay to have them, you know, kind of stunt each other a little bit. This is what they do in the wild. And, uh, and they will slowly, over a hundred years or whatever, replace each other as time goes by. That's that's the natural order of things, and and they tend to do that very well. It's not like you want to wait until oh, it's 128 years old. Now I better start another one since it's only going to last a couple more years. And uh, you know you're you're now 20 years behind or 18 years behind. You should have started that tree. 20 years ago so that it's being replaced by a 20 year old tree anyway um, the average lifespan we've kind of hinted at it 
is 130 years, but they have been known to live up to 200 years old. They're a nice long-lived nut. And they are in the plant family Juglandaceae. Okay, so we've talked about black walnut being a little bit different than other walnuts. How so? First off, the uh, color of the nuts. You will, you know, get them out of their strange green fruit that is neither... I, I don't know if you could say it's edible or not, but I have tasted it just out of experimental, you know, for experimental purposes, and it tastes horrible. I mean, it's just this... I mean, bitterness in in every way shape or form you know it's it's not something that you would you would want to eat if it's even edible but uh, but that's okay because you're just peeling off that outer fruit which is really more of kind of a, a just a skin around the nut and uh, and then inside it will have this what looks like a walnut with very interesting black stripes through it. Sometimes they will even be a solid dark color, just a very dark brown uh, solid color. But um, then you can split them open and you'll see that uh, black walnut inside, which is pretty much the same as any other walnut from that point. So once you get to that eating part, you know, that uh, the flesh inside of the nut, it'll be pretty much the same. And uh, and though a little bit smaller, maybe just a little bit smaller than, uh, you know, your Christmas time grocery store walnuts, but um, but they taste every bit as good, and they are used every bit in the same ways as other types of walnuts. So this is a walnut, and if you get a walnut, a black walnut tree, you're going to want to learn how to prepare them, such as uh, you know roasting and you know, or or however you prefer to prepare your walnuts. Uh, most people don't know this, but a good part of the time, the walnuts that you're buying for Christmas time, um, that are you know seem to be ready to crack open and eat, are actually raw walnuts, and that's fine because uh, raw walnuts are um, fine to eat. It's not like they are. Uh, um, you know, dangerous to eat or anything at that, you know, at the raw state, but they will improve in flavor and lose some of that bitterness and astringency that you get from walnuts by roasting. When you, when you roast them, they, they become a little bit more, I don't want to say palatable because that makes it sound like they, they taste terrible from the start, you know, without roasting. And that's not the case, but they just become more enjoyable to eat, better taste, better, you know, a nice crunch to them and so forth that you kind of like in walnuts usually. But uh, yeah, so, you know, uh, learn how to roast walnuts and you'll have a nice, delicious walnut. But yeah, cooking them just brings out more of those positive flavors and and reduces some of the the slightly less desirable taste in the walnut okay so that's uh, you know as far as the edible uses i mean we could just go to town with all the recipes i i'm going to try to have some fun collecting some walnut recipes 
um, on on our Pinterest board that you can access on our website, uh, wildtater.com. Just click on Forest Garden Recipes, the menu at the top. Um, I'll have a little fun with that because, as you may know, there are infinite number of recipes out there using walnuts. Everything from, you know, chocolate chip cookies with walnuts to, to you know, cakes with walnuts and, and walnut ice creams and things like that. But there are other things that you can do that you may not have considered, and I, and I want to include some of those as well as some of the traditional recipes as well. So, um, and if I can find any that are specific to black walnut, I don't know why there would be a difference there, but, uh, you know, maybe they specialize in something. I'll make sure to throw those in there too. And I do intend over time as I come across new recipes to throw them in as well. So if you're listening to this a year later, you may have even more walnut recipes on that Pinterest board that uh, then were here the day that this was posted. I will say too that um, even aside from the nuts, there are other uses. Um, there are some medicinal uses for the walnut bark and leaves. Uh, and I'm not going to go into details of that because I want you to research it yourself if you're interested in that, but I will say that I found um, things hinting at treatments for headaches, skin problems, and toothache. Um, so if you suffer with the, any of those on a regular basis, yeah, it may be worth looking into if you're considering having a walnut, a black walnut tree anyway. And since I don't consider myself an herbal medicinal expert by any stretch, uh, I recommend you go search those out yourself. And um, as far as food is concerned, we're not limited to the nuts also. The uh, sap can be tapped like a maple tree and boiled down like maple syrup to make a sweet syrup that uh, can be used similarly. So um, walnut is one of those trees worth tapping there are actually quite a few, uh, aside from maple, of course, they're worth tapping. Uh, walnut, black walnut particularly, is one of those. And woodworkers everywhere are going to protest if I don't mention that the wood of black walnut is not only gorgeous, but of incredible quality for use in, in uh, furniture, house building, just about any kind of building. It's a nice hardwood, it's a beautiful wood, it's a strong wood that can, you know, treated correctly, can last centuries, um, the, their furniture and so forth like that. As far as um, cautions are concerned uh, regarding the uh, black walnut itself, there are no, uh, at least I don't have any known hazards to humans, um, though just like any other thing, um, you're going to want to know whether you're allergic to walnut because, you know, some nut allergies um, you might, that you might have could be a danger um, with black walnut. But aside from allergies, which is the case with any plant, um, black walnut does produce a chemical called juglone which 
pretty much all of the species in the Juglandaceae family produce, which includes, you know, walnuts, pecans, um, several others. I, I, I'm trying to remember if hickory might be one of them, uh, things like that, produce juglone, which is harmless to humans, but it will be a deterrent to other plants that grow in the vicinity because of the falling leaves or the, uh, the roots reaching outward. They, that juglone can deter their growth. Now, some people would say that juglone prevents all other things from growing, and that's, that's completely bogus. Uh, there, there's plenty of things that grow just fine um, with a walnut, but you do want to research that because as far as I have found in my own yard where I'm, I've got a couple of walnut trees just starting. I mean, they're only, you know, I planted them a year or two ago. And so every time I want to plant something near them, I've got to get on the internet and I recommend doing this, get on the internet and type juglone sensitivity of, and then look up apple tree or peach tree or whatever it is that you're wanting to grow. What I found is about half of the plants that uh, I look up are sensitive to it, which means they will be harmed by that natural chemical. And then others will say they're totally tolerant of it. They do just fine with it. Some people have suggested the use of walnut leaves um, as a weed barrier. And I would suggest rather that if you need to have a weed barrier, if you're going to put down some weed cloth, for example, you might put some walnut leaves under. But I wouldn't count on it as a weed barrier itself, unless it's, of course, thick enough that any kind of leaves would act as that level of barrier. But um, Walnut leaves will deter some le some weeds, but not others. Like I said, maybe 50%. And that doesn't mean 50% of all the weeds, but rather 50% of the species. So if something like bindweed is tolerant of juglone, it will just have more to take over with. What I have done with my uh, walnut leaves when I get some in, is I will put them on garden paths. Um, and, and I do try to not do it too thickly, but it, it, it kind of helps deter some of the weeds. And so that might be one use if you have paths or, you know, if you're wanting to do a weed barrier, maybe put them beneath a weed barrier so that just to prevent anything from growing underneath. You could even put it on top if you want that nice mulchy layer above. That way it looks like a forest floor, but it's got a weed barrier and and then uh, walnut mulch on top. So you know those uh, walnut leaves are not completely unusable. So there it is for you, the black walnut. Very big, beautiful, uh, shade-making tree, wind barrier, gorgeous. I mean, one of the kings of the food forest in a way. And once again, thank you all so much for listening. Oh,